unveiling the secrets A-list copywriters use to make themselves and their clients millions. This is the Copywriters Podcast with your host, the world's greatest copywriting coach, David Garfinkel. David G in the place to be back on another episode of the Copywriters Podcast. How you doing, man? Good, good. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. And you sent me today's show notes and I was just blown away with what you put together for today's episode. And that's all I'm going to say to tease what we're about to deliver to the listeners today. Well, then let's get started and let's start with a question. If you had the most powerful persuasion method ever developed at your fingertips and you didn't use it to persuade yourself to live the life you really want, what's up with that? (laughs) I saw this quote on Twitter. It said, the problem with the rat race is if you win, you're still a rat. And it's a real problem for a lot of us. Not the rat race so much as trying to fit in and do what we perceive everyone else thinks of as normal, as opposed to going for what you really want. Now, to be sure, you still got to make a living. And if you're the breadwinner in a household, provide for others. But I think it's tragic if you believe you have to torture yourself to do it. One way to stack the odds a little more in your favor is to take the tools of copywriting and turn them on yourself. Use copy skills to sell yourself on what getting what you want. And that's what today's show is about. Um, a quick note before another quick note. This is not a sermon about the law of attraction. Too many people put way too much focus on the first part of the word attraction, attract, and don't pay enough respect to the second part of the word, which after all is action. You have to do more than just think about something to make it so. But you can use copywriting combined with taking action to make things so much more than you thought be possible before. And now here's that other note, which you may recognize by now. Copy is powerful. You're responsible for how you use what you hear on this podcast. And most of the time, common sense is all you need. But if you make extreme claims and or if you're writing copy for offers in highly regulated industries like health and finance and business opportunity, you might want to get a legal review after you write and before you start using your copy. My larger clients do this all the time. So this might be a new idea to some listeners. And so let me run by the premise, run through the premise. It, it is to figure out what you want. And maybe you've been afraid to dream this big before. Maybe you were actually willing to go for this before, but you didn't know how. The two biggest problems with most goals getting achieved are lack of motivation on your part to take the action you need to take to achieve the goal and lack of belief that it's possible, possible for you, or that it makes sense or that it's the right thing to do. So what we're going to talk about today takes aim at solving both of those problems, getting these obstacles out of the way. We'll use the copywriting techniques of creating compelling benefits to help you with your motivation, and we'll use the copywriting technique of reason why to help get those doubts and lack of belief out of the way. So 
the idea here is very simple and familiar to those who write copy. Take what you're going for and turn it into benefits like bullet points, stories, and slice of life scenarios. Uh, For example, imagine what it's like when you have a personal tattoo artist who will show up at your house at the press of a button, for example. Uh, You'd like that, Nathan. And then come up with one or more reasons why. Why what you want is important and necessary. Why there's every reason you can have what you want. Why now is the right time for you to get or learn or develop these new things. Now, in what you've created, you have the two missing elements that most goal programs are lacking. So the next step is to write yourself a vision sales letter for four reasons. One, to really sell yourself on getting what you want. Two, to get motivated to get started on doing it. Three, to actually get started. And four, to keep going. Uh, To recap, two reasons this could work better than anything you've tried before. First, it harnesses your imagination in a very powerful and unique way with the benefit statements, with all of them unique because the benefits are vivid and specific, meaningful to you. Second, it convinces you to buy, meaning buy in to your goals and vision with a level of confidence that's rare or non-existent among other forms of goal setting. So we'll look at three ways of using this dream bigger technique today. One, in copywriting. Two, in your business as a whole. And three, in all of your life. And this applies both in your copywriting and in, I guess, setting your goals and, and your dreams for yourself. Another thing that prevents people from dreaming big is the possibility that they tried in the past and they failed and they don't want to relive that experience. So they tried losing weight in the past and they gained it all back and they don't want to relive that humiliation or they tried setting a big goal for themselves in the past. They said, I'm going to make it as a copywriter and they write this grand piece of copy and they put it out and it flops and they don't want to relive that embarrassment. So a lot of times to avoid going through that humiliation, they just won't set their dreams as big. And so realizing that about ourselves, but also in our copy, realizing our prospects have probably gone through similar situations and we've got to convince them to try again and to dream big. So uh, both in our copy and in our real lives, understanding that we all kind of suffer from that. If we touch the stove and it burnt us and we don't want to go through that experience again, but sometimes we have to in order to actually get to where we want to be. Um, It's just one of those psychological things that affects us, the copywriters, just as much as it affects our prospects or our readers. That's a good point. And as far as touching the stove, there's this magic thing called a pot holder. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, So let's start about um, how to dream big in copywriting. First of all, take a look at where you are as a copywriter. Uh, Figure out where you'd like to be in a year's time. And it could be a lot of different things. It could be in skills. It could be in the kind of work you're doing. It could be the market you're in. Here's why this is really powerful if you dig in and you, you get yourself set. It's really hard to stop someone with a strong internal compass where they know where they want to go and a clear vision of what they want 
and a resolute determination to get there. Now, it's good to have role models and reference points, but don't make these goals about other people. Make them about you. Don't say, well, you know, I've got to be better than this person, or I've got to be like this person, and if I don't, then I've failed. Don't don't look at it that way. Imagine what life is like for you. Imagine the work you'll be doing. And yes, imagine the money. If money, different amount of money, more money is part of what you want. But it's a good idea not to make that all you want. I've noticed that people who are singularly obsessed with money, <clears throat> it's all they think about. They're very boring people. It's not a good idea if you're a copywriter. And they're also among the unhappiest people I've ever met. But money is okay if it's not the only thing you're setting out to get. A few other things could be to get better at a particular skill, like writing headlines or bullets or stories, coming up with big ideas. Um, It could be writing for a particular type of client or getting into a new niche or niche or market and aiming for specific better Results with your copy. You mentioned not comparing yourself to others. Today, that's so easy to do, and it's so easy to mess up on because of social media. Instagram, right? Yeah, exactly. But what people need to remember is that they have knowledge of their own blooper reel, and they're comparing that to the highlight reels of other people's lives. And so it's really easy to say oh man, I failed this time. I failed this time. And I failed this time. And then compare that to the, the cherry picked, very carefully selected successes of somebody else. And a lot of times the things that people put on social media, aren't an accurate representation of the overall of their life. So comparing your life to somebody else's social media life is a great way to set yourself up for disappointment. Yeah, really, really good point. Don't, don't let envy be your primary motivation. Do you have a problem with Kindle books? I do. Sometimes I really just want to hold a book in my hand so I can turn the pages and highlight stuff and make notes. That's one reason I recently released the print version of my book, Breakthrough Copywriting. And listen to this. On Facebook, I've gotten pictures posted from around the world. Pictures of people holding their printed copy of Breakthrough Copywriting in their hands including one from an A-list screenwriter and marketer in L.A.'s famous Topanga Canyon. He was reading the book in his hot tub. Breakthrough Copywriting is a great book for you, whether you are a beginner or an A-lister yourself or anywhere in between. It costs a tiny, tiny fraction of my $5,000 a head seminar that the book is based on. So check out Breakthrough Copywriting on Amazon.com. Now, back to the show. So let's let's broaden this a little now to talk about dreaming bigger in business. Um, one really good thing to do here, really, in all of your three visions, copywriting, business life, business and life, rather, is having a powerful reason why. And while it's not such a great idea to say, I want to be better than Gary Bensavenga or... I want to be better than name the current living copywriter who's active working, who intimidates you the most. It's not a good idea to compare yourselves 
to others in your goals, it is okay to include others in your reason why. For example, you could say, one of the reasons I want to do X, Y, and Z is I want my daughter to finish college without a huge student loan debt hanging over her head. Here's why you want to have at least one or maybe more than one really strong reason why. There's an old saying that goes, when the why is big enough, the how is easy. And it's true. Having a good reason why or a good set of reasons why can by themselves propel you towards your goals. If your vision is for your business, say, to grow 50% in the year ahead, and you have some powerful, believable reasons why, you don't need to have all the answers on how to do it right away. In fact, newsflash, you can't have all the answers. You just won't know in advance. You learn as you go. Again, the benefits, of course, should be more than money. When you shape your business more to your liking, work doesn't really seem that much like work anymore. It can get really fun. Yeah, there are struggles and frustrations and setbacks, but it can be a lot more fun when you're doing what you really want to do. And you'll meet new people. You'll get unexpected opportunities in your day-to-day experience. I don't really have anything to add to that. I, I would like, though, if you could repeat that thing that you said about if your why is good enough. Yeah, it's a great one. When the why is big enough, the how is easy. Yeah, I love that. It, it's, it's almost like a powerful why um, energizes your imagination or, or whatever part of your brain is that solves problems and comes up with solutions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, so let's talk about the broadest span of thing. Dream bigger in your whole life. It stands to reason that as you become a better copywriter and you grow your business to a better size for you, then you'll have more options available for you for your whole life. Some questions to consider are, what are those options? Why are they important? And what difference will that will these options make for you? Knowing those things help you with your reason why. What are some of the things you've always wanted but were out of reach but are now within reach as a result of the improvements you are envisioning in copywriting and in your business overall? Um, Since this method is so powerful, it may open some mental doors for you that you couldn't get open before. After all, if you thought you had no chance in the past, and, and this relates to what you were saying, Nathan, maybe you didn't even try again. But what we're talking about today is a way to use your copywriting skills to ratchet up all kinds of things in your life simply by selling yourself on what you already want. Kind of goes back to what you were talking about, about like the, about Hollywood training us to believe certain things. I think academia does the same thing. I think even parents and and society at large trains us to believe certain things. And one of those certain things is that uh, if you have a lot of stuff or if you have if you reach all of your dreams um a lot of people believe you're not supposed to unless you struggle like there's supposed to be this trade-off that if in order for you to have all of your things that you want in one aspect of your life 
you're supposed to, you're required to make a sacrifice in other areas of your life. The, the common trope is, oh, he or she had all the business goals that they wanted, but they missed out on little Tommy's little league games. And so they had to sacrifice their family in order to be a, a successful business person and overcoming that belief. And this is one of the things that I love best about copy because I'm one of those works three hours a day copywriters, not one of those works 12 hours a day copywriters. Um, one of the best things for me about this path in my life is the fact that it affords me to make a decent amount of money and it affords me to spend time with Bella and it affords me to take the vacations that I want to do. And I don't feel like I am constantly have to having to sacrifice in one area to gain in another. And that is such a hard mental roadblock for a lot of people um, that I don't think that you, you can actually achieve what you're talking about without getting past that roadblock. I agree with you. I mean, it's true that there are some people who are outsized successful who have simply forsaken things in life that other people might want, or maybe even they wanted those people are, they're, they're the extremes. They're the outliers often. Um, and you know, sometimes you can get a little too obsessed. We talked about this last time with your goals. And so therefore you think it's, it's all or nothing, you know, there are a lot of midpoints that are maybe a lot happier where you can still do really well. Maybe you won't become a billionaire. Maybe you'll only become a multimillionaire. Maybe you won't be the best. Maybe you'll just be among the best. Maybe you'll be best at one thing and just okay at other things or just good. You know, the whole Scott Adams idea of, of talent stacking. Um, so yeah, it, 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 it's, it's a really good point. And it's not even a question of having it all. And it's not even a question of balance. It's more a question of designing it so that it works for you. And, y you know, that takes some experimentation. You're going to have to figure out what that balance is or what that formula or proportion or recipe is, but it's possible. And, and, uh, you know, it it doesn't make for for great movies to to show a guy who did pretty well but had a happy family it's like if you want a good news story or you want a good movie there's got to be drama you know there's got to be conflict there's got to be sacrifice and for sure those things are going to exist in every life but they don't have to exist in in you know in such a dramatic degree as, as we see, you know, in, in the stories that, um, that we watch and read and hear. All right. So, so let's sum this all up. The most important differences we're talking about today between, you know, normal goal setting and success. And this method is you're using vivid benefit statements, written down, you know, edited, thought through in the form of bullets or stories or slice of life descriptions to fire up your imagination, you know, because when something becomes that real and that specific in your imagination, 
that can really motivate you. That can drive you and that can um, affect your belief in a very constructive, generative way. The second thing is the use of convincing reason why statements to give you confidence and motivation and make things more mentally available to you than they were before. And with what we talked about today, of course, you can use this method in any area of your life that you want. But for what we talked about today, you can use this method in three areas, starting with copywriting, then your overall business, then your life at large. Okay, so look at it this way. Everyone else is benefiting from your copywriting. Now it's your turn. Um, the better you get at copy, the more opportunities you'll have for your business to grow or to change in whatever other way you'd like it to. And the more your business changes to your liking, the more desirable options you'll have, options you can't even imagine at this moment. So bottom line, go for it. And I just want to take it back to something that you said at the very beginning of the podcast episode. We've worked so, so hard to develop these skills in persuading others. Why not use them to persuade ourselves? Why not indeed? All right, David, another fantastic episode. And uh, if people want more, they can always head on over to copywriterspodcast.com. And I just want to, as we're heading out of here, I just want to thank you. It's almost been 200 episodes that we've put together so far. And this has been a fantastic journey. You've been an amazing mentor to me and to all the listeners out there. And I just wanted to end the show by uh, letting you know how much of a blessing I feel that you are in my life and in the life of the listeners out there. And uh, to thank you for putting all the effort into these episodes that you do. Well, as much as I like to argue, I can't argue with that. So thank you. <laughs> all right, David. Until next time, man, we will catch you later. Catch you later. Before we go, a quick question. Would you like to have me as a guest on your podcast? Let me give you an easy way to contact me about that. We've put up a form on garfinkelmedia.com, and it won't take much more than a minute to fill it out. So if you'd like to have me on your show, just go to garfinkelmedia.com and fill out the form. That's garfinkelmedia.com. Thanks, and see you next time on the Copywriters Podcast. This is the Copy and Funnels Podcast Network. 